1: all the way to the bank.
0: It's time to sell or die.
1: And we're back. To do what? You know, it's another podcast for die. That's right. You
0: mean the best sales podcast on the planet? Hell
1: yeah. Okay. Now,
0: today is a very important day because it follows a day of intense performance, intense performance in the way of a masterclass webinar that probably my 10th one to do maybe more. And every time they get more intense, but every time they get easier. How do you explain that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do today on this episode is we're going to talk about what made this webinar pitch so successful because we geared up, we did a webinar, Jeffrey did a webinar, he had a pitch at the end, he pitched. It's kind of like meeting with a prospect and selling something at the end of your presentation, right? Except he sold it to lots of people all over the world who may or may not have even known him. This may be some of their first time interacting with Jeffrey. And some of them, they've been following you for Lord knows how long. Yeah, so. Too long. So what we're going to do for you in this episode is we're going to break down the elements that created, that went into this webinar, that made it a success. So that when you are doing, you know, slides and presentations and stuff like that, you can refer back to this episode and take these elements and turn them into your success.
0: The first element is content. There was an attractive content about renewing yourself or, you know, recovering from the pandemic. And that attracted about 1,500 people to register for the event.
1: Yeah, so it's called the 3.5 Sales Recovery Rules and Strategies to Create New Opportunities and Put More Money in Your Pocket Right Now. I think the relevancy of the message and the timeliness of the message, Yeah, it's something that people can pick up on and say, oh, I need that, oh, I want that, and it was free.
0: So people come on, and I don't know what they were expecting, but... I have a process where I don't introduce myself until I've given a lot of value. So I talked about the present situation. I gave a couple of ideas. And then, only then, did I introduce myself. And that's very important when you're making any kind of a presentation. I've always taught salespeople, make the prospect ask who you are. Mm. You sit down and you give this incredible value. And the other guy says, wait, who are you? And that way, like you bring an idea or you make a stated fact, and that's exactly what I did. I value, 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 value. Oh, oh, let me go back and introduce myself. (laughs) And that's what happened. But my introduction was funny. I talked about growing up in Atlantic City and having a topless photograph on the beach, but I was only two years old. And, you know, that kind of thing endears the audience to you. So I was valued and then endeared. But it also established credibility.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think, just not to gloss over that for you, Die Hard, it's so important that when you go into a presentation, a lot of companies, the marketing decks that they give you, which, by the way, please don't use them. They probably suck for the most part. But use it if you think it's really, really, really good. Yeah. But a lot of the marketing decks, in my experience, start with, Who we are, our story, how we got started, how we got into this, our whole evolution. Let me show you a timeline of all the company events. No one cares, especially if you haven't even given them any value or any reason to care.
0: So what I did at the beginning of this webinar, and I would do in any sales presentation, is I defined the situation. And then I talked about what is the opportunity for you to... Grab onto this information. Why should you learn it? Why should you expose yourself to it? So I tried to be very engaging with respect to not just giving information, but asking questions that said, "Okay, what are you about? And what are you doing? And who are you? And who do you hang with? Who are your customers? Who are you?" So I tried to do it in a way that made it at least mentally interactive, and people were very active in the chat. I don't know there was. Oh yeah.
1: I had 33 pages of chat after the event that I had copied into a Word doc.
0: Isn't that unbelievable? (laughs) It's
1: amazing. So, okay, when you define, let's talk about what that does. So when you define the situation, that gets you on the same page as them. Mm -hmm. So as the audience, they're sitting there and they're thinking, yeah, yeah, he gets me. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. Wow, he understands me. Maybe he can help.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm giving them valid and valuable information along with the hope that they can put it into practice and win with it.
1: Okay, so situation, opportunity,
0: Mm -hmm. and then what? Then I talk about, okay, what are the objectives here? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish in making certain that these people can take steps right now to go out and make sales? So I was very detailed about what the opportunities are, and I put them in a way that the audience could get it, and put it into practice, very easily put it into practice. I mean, I went detailed on what do you say to a customer you haven't talked to in a few months, or how do you talk to somebody that's had a situation that was tragic or a business downturn. So you have to be both empathetic and specific about what you're trying to do with respect to talking to them. And then finally, you talk about outcomes. So the outcome of this particular webinar is short-term But I gave them also a long-term outcome, which included the offer that I had at the end of the webinar, the offer to buy something at the end of the webinar. And lo and behold, people from all over the world bought. And they bought in a way that gave them confidence that they could actually do it and gave me confidence that my material was exactly right and what they were looking for. And they were willing to risk a few dollars in themselves.
1: Yeah, totally. And so I love that format, Situation, Opportunity, Objective,
0: Outcome. outcome. Mm -hmm.
1: When you're creating your slides, why don't you think of them like that?
0: You know, 40 years ago,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: more, almost 50, that was taught to me by a guy named Lloyd Bashkin, who we had a mastermind group in New Jersey. And I didn't realize it was a mastermind group at the time, (laughs) but it it was a bunch of people who were really good, got together and every week and talked about business. And he presented this, he presented uh, situation opportunity objectives, but he didn't talk about outcome. Wow. So I had to put outcome in there because that's what really what people are looking for. They're, they wanna know all this stuff and then they go, okay, what's gonna happen after I do it? Yeah. It's the obvious path, so.
1: Well, and that's thinking really in your customer's shoes to go further than what's gonna happen when I buy. It's what's going to happen when I buy and take action on whatever the thing is that you're offering, and what's their long-term result?
0: Right. Now, here's the interesting part. There were people on the webinar who had already bought into the Insiders Club, which was the The presentation that I made at the end, and they were doubling down on my information they were saying yeah this is it yeah i'm already in this yeah i'm doing it yeah it's great
1: yeah so i think there's two parts of voice of customer that really contributed to the sale beyond what you had already you know done mm-hmm. beyond what you did so um the first thing is like you're saying like these people showed up to hear you speak not knowing right you were gonna pitch the insiders club and by the way that happened because we hadn't we accidentally didn't tag some of the buyers oh in our email program. And you know what? Some of the buyers weren't supposed to be there because we didn't want to pitch them again. But ironically they got value from your they from your it. value no, and it. we got value cuz they were saying yeah. how great it was. So I think we might leave them in next time. Oh yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> and so that was really really cool and we could not have set that up in any way. We didn't no. ask anyone to no. show up. No. But you know, if you can't bring your customer with you to a sales appointment The next best thing is what Jeffrey had already done, what he had already embedded in his presentation, which was when he got to the pitch part, he had so many amazing testimonials that people could see how real it was. Yeah,
0: you got to do this. You got to buy this. Don't worry about it. It's all good.
1: Okay, I'm going to give you the third factor. Ready for this? Yeah. It's the FOMO factor. Now, I don't know how to replicate this on a sales call, so maybe we could talk about that. But what happened was people started buying and I could see in our Stripe account, like sale, 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 sale. Mm. So I would write in the comments, Welcome to the Insiders Club, Eugene, you know, whoever, welcome to the Insiders Club. And now people Mm. see other people are buying it. It's like social proof. So maybe one way to do that in person is if you do know someone that they know and that person has also bought from you to somehow, yeah, to somehow drop that in casually, not like, you know, don't don't be annoying about it, but casually.
0: Well, the bottom line there is that people felt comfortable enough to buy because they saw other people buying. And when that happens, it creates momentum. And the momentum, somebody's thinking, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I do this? Should I not do that? Well, Mary just did it. Bob just did it. I'll do it And you
1: see them the whole time with you there on that experience commenting. So it's kind of cool. It's a really cool. If you've never done a webinar pitch like that and you sell B2C, I highly recommend it. It's a great way to give value and make an offer at the end. And
0: if you're thinking (laughs) this doesn't apply to me, (laughs) rethink it because it applies to every single sales presentation you're ever going to make. Yes. It's exactly the same process. It's just done in a different format. And yes, I use the, the webinar format or the masterclass format, but you, I could use it sitting in front of a CEO. I could use it anytime, place, anywhere. If I understand the situation, if I discuss the opportunity, if I talk about the objectives and I talk about the outcome, that's what really matters to somebody. They want to know what's going to happen after I purchase. Yes. And interestingly, and I think this is probably the most important part of this, we created Outcome. Inside my Insiders Club, outside my Insiders Club, (laughs) by creating a Facebook group for all of the participants so they could go and talk to each other. And they do. Yeah. Salespeople are wanting to help other salespeople, and they do.
1: Yeah, no one wants to be a lonely salesperson out in the field feeling all alone. Right. Okay, so let's take a step back. Something that occurred prior to this webinar That will set any salesperson up for success was something you have been doing for the past 150, 60, 70, I have lost track days.
0: Right. I do a Facebook live every morning at 9.59 a.m. to the world. And there's usually a couple hundred people on the line, but there's a couple thousand people that are just listening or walking or going to work or whatever. And there's engagement. Now, this morning, I'm going to do it again. It'll be day one hundred and seventy something, but I'm going to be doing it till it's like day three hundred and sixty-five, and then there's going to be a celebration for going online every day for a year. <laughs> think about that, and think about the audience that shows up, and think about the people that are engaged. And they go, "Oh, this guy's giving a webinar. I got to show up."
1: Right, and so <laughs> diehard, you may not feel aligned with going live every single day, but you have to ask yourself, what can you do with consistency where you're offering value? on a consistent basis.
0: Go live, which also happens to be the topic of my book that I just finished literally yesterday, the same day that I turned in this webinar. Yep. (laughs) Um, I think is the new normal is going to be about virtually and live performances. And even though you may be listening to this and say, that's not me, I'm going to tell you what, it's going to be you. And you're going to have the responsibility and the opportunity to take your information more live and alive to your audience and they will love you and they will buy from you as a result of it.
1: Okay. I have one more element that I picked up on that I observed. Okay. That contributed to the success of this. So this was actually your third time you've delivered masterclasses, yes. but this was your third time delivering this specific slide deck. Correct. Okay. Correct. So the first time, You were making all the slides because it was brand new content. Right. And that- Just by the way,
0: I make my own slides. (laughs) They're ugly, but they're mine. There's a consistency to them and a consistency to the message.
1: Totally. And so, yes, they are ugly, but you know what? They work.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) And so, but, and, and it's pretty cool that you can edit them whenever you want. Right. And so, okay. I've edited them (laughs) mid-performance. He has. That is true. Okay. So Jeffrey makes his own slides. And the first time was kind of a practice run. No one was watching. You just wanted to say it out loud. We recorded it just so you could, you know, watch yourself, give yourself feedback, coach, you know. Okay. The second time we did it to a live audience, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was really good. Like, I honestly didn't think like it could get that much better because it was already really good. Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday, Jeffrey gives the same performance. Now you tweaked a few things before the webinar, right? I did. Okay. But it was outstanding. So even when you don't think it can get that much better, the more you do it, the better it can get. I bet now I bet it can get even better.
0: Well, we're going to (laughs) find out how good it is or was by making it evergreen and allowing people to go on and watch this recovery masterclass anytime they want. We're going to advertise it and it'll have more people, more people, more people, more people will buy. Just recognize that if your information is good, it's lasting. It's not just good for the moment. It's good for a long time.
1: So here's what we're going to do, diehards. The masterclass is down because it was only the replay was only up for a limited amount of time. But what we're going to do for you is I'm going to create a website, gittemertraining.com slash. I'm literally writing it down as we speak so I don't forget. Slash sell or die recovery. Okay? GetamerTraining.com slash seller die recovery. And if you go there, you can watch this master class and you can get in on the action. You can see all of these elements that we just talked about. You can see them as they unfold during the webinar.
0: And if you work for a big company, you want to watch it with your marketing department <laughs> so that they can understand that the value to a customer may not be the same value perceived by marketing. This has to be in terms of the people that you're talking to. Otherwise, people will turn it off. On that note, until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. I'm reminding you to get out there, talk about their situation, talk about the opportunity, talk about the objectives, talk about the outcome, even if your ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, giving you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer.
0: See See you next week. week.